Dentist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting any air in them, taking any air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't turn on the football. It's so goddamn hard if I hold on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stag Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. Because we some fantasy boys. We be make some noise. And we be stacks the cash. And we love the downfield pass. And we both be dies. And we both be blah, 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 blah. So, people, let's get our fantasy on as week eight moves to the rearview mirror and week nine looms large. Stacks. Happy November 1st. Yeah, I got to say, um, happy sober October in the rear view. And uh, now I'm back to being an island boy. <laughs> island boy. Dude, are those guys 15 minutes of fame up yet or not? I no. Everywhere. Every day I see the island boys. Uh, people people are getting them to promo. You know, what's that app where you get paid if you have any type of celebrity? Like you can like we could get Dane Cook to wish us happy birthday. Oh, cameo. That's cameo. Yeah. Cameo. Yeah. They're they're cleaning it up on cameo. I saw them sing a song for the Grape Juice Boys meme page. Yeah, it's awesome. Juice Boys. No, uh, I think um, Burt Kreischer and Tom had them do their show or or Fighter and the Kid. Like somebody had them do their show. Uh, no, it was, um, uh, what's my man's name? Uh, uh, Chrissy Chaos, the, the stand-up. Uh, you know who I like? It's, he's got a show. He's got a new podcast with, called The Babes or something like that. Or Hey Babe, they hey, did it. They had them do it for them. It was hilarious. Oh, I like the I like the 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 tread that we're getting on the Island Boys. It's it's a real deep, you know, it's deep waters. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I'm, I'm into it. They're the perfect little Halloween dress up costume combo uh, to bring us into the season. And uh, um, hopefully they'll they'll kind of run their course by Thanksgiving. We can get into you know the Christmas season without the Island Boys. Um, but by the way, how was your Halloween? Uh, anything eventful happen out there on the mean streets in Frederick? The mean streets of Frederick were freaking awesome. My neighborhood is awesome, and uh, I was talking uh, with our buddy Chris today, and we were both just noticing how. Um, Halloween is is different than when we were kids. Like people, it's Christmas. I mean, pe like it, I, I thought my neighborhood was awesome. Like I think everyone's neighborhood is pretty awesome. Like you were telling me how your neighborhood is awesome, and they people do. People are they are raising the bar here with Halloween. Like it's like if people do Christmas lights, they do Halloween lights, and then they're they got all sorts of wild, crazy ass man. It's true. I, my, uh, you know, daughters were talking about the best Halloween decorations and how we needed to get them next year. We need to have Halloween lights. We just started getting Christmas lights a couple years ago. Now we're in the Halloween light game. Uh, they wanted to do a big skeleton candy arm, uh, which is one of those things where you you can 
you know, candy shoot down the arm into the awaiting, uh, you know, hand of the child. We didn't have time for that. I said, I'm just going to watch some football, guys. You got there, get that candy, bring me back the loot. So I, I want to know from you, what is your favorite candy to steal from your children on Halloween? Reese's Pieces. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my number one seed, too. Uh, the peanut butter cups for me, uh, not the PCs. I like the actual cups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I scavenged uh, both their bags. My son has a peanut allergy too, so I didn't feel too bad uh, stealing all his. And then because he has a peanut allergy, then you don't want him to, you know, feel bad if my daughter's eating them. So I just rifled through their nice big bags last night and just had uh, a peanut butter cup party at mm. about midnight last night. I was doing the same thing around like 930 and uh, it was just shameful. I think I ate like six peanut butter cups and today I ate like four more and uh, I'm going to eat another one later today. So, you know, cheers to, to Halloween candy and whoever makes Reese's pieces and Reese's peanut butter cups and uh, all I ate a Reese's peanut butter cup with Reese's pieces in it. I mean, that was my morning uh, this morning at like eight. Oh, with the candy, the little M&M style. Yeah. The yeah. How, how about this? I I had never seen this before. This was a great new experience. M&M's has got the Reese's Pieces M&M's. Like they have peanut butter M&M's now that taste just like Reese's Pieces and they're great. Mm, mm. Oh, so yummy. Oh my gosh. I'm so fat. And, and listen, I, I lost weight. I did Sober October so I could do, you know, Halloween indulgence the last day with, with just candy. I wasn't drinking beer or anything. I'm just eating candy. And uh, I got I got a couple pieces here. I'm going to eat these uh, during the show just, you know, to show you I'm still fat. So uh, I had a good Halloween, too. I didn't do anything but make my uh, beautiful fireplace downstairs full. Uh, fire was burning the whole time. And my fire, I'm, I'm burning a tree that I chopped down in my own yard. It was a black cherry tree. And it was just beautiful, great wood. Let it sit there for a year out back. And now we're burning it. And the whole neighborhood just smelled incredible. So that was my gift to the neighborhood. As everyone walked around, they just took a deep breath and smelled that burning fire. It just smelled awesome. So uh, happy Halloween to you, sir. Uh, real quick, let me ask you, what was your best costume ever growing up? I, I can tell you, uh, I've never really had one. I, I did an anonymous mask one year, and that was kind of creepy. But uh, I really haven't done a lot of costumes. How about you? You know what, bro? I don't even... I don't even remember like uh, I, I, it, it, my uh, everything sub 20 now is starting to become like 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 back in the day talk like blurred like it's like huh what what did what did I do uh I'm gonna go with I know at some point I, I and this is probably why I, I remember I did I did he-man I know that that was definitely a, a, a favorite um I, I think as a teenager, maybe like 12 or 13, I did the Michael Keaton Joker, the that mask. I had a Joker mask and it was bomb. Like, I don't know where that went, um, but that Joker mask was bomb. So I'm pretty sure I dressed up as Halloween for Halloween as the Joker uh, in my like last year. I could reasonably walk around and get candy. Yeah, you have eligibility, um, but you know people in my neighborhood—they're blurring the lines. Teenagers, people who are you know sixteen-year-old girls. Uh, let me ask you a question: when, when do you think it's okay to stop trick or treating and then to start slut treating? You know, when you when you start dressing really inappropriately, uh, you transition from Halloween to like 
and I don't know what, what that, you know, the, the phrase is, but I've noticed that most people, they, there's like, oh, these are my fun costumes. And there's a certain age where you're like, I can't show these to my parents now. You know, these costumes are a little risque. So uh, are, are you seeing any of that? Are you worried about that? You're a dad. I'm a dad. My daughter's 10. I'm scared shitless of this stuff coming down the road. I mean, my daughter is three, so I don't, I don't have to worry about it, but yeah, you know, um, the ladies like to, to, to get wild. I mean, it's, it's, it's an evil holiday. People like to let their evil out, you know what I'm saying? Like people like to get wild. Um, I didn't see anything, uh, uh, from, I didn't see any weird adults, uh, dressing up like it's just the internet women wise yeah not in my neighborhood not around kids um there were some dads that were dressed up pretty scary like there was one guy in his yard and i'm pretty sure i know this guy i i'm pretty sure that i like it was my neighbor um i don't know him well we moved into the neighborhood two years ago you know we just say hi when they see these people but i couldn't tell if it was him or not because he's a normal dude he was dressed up as Jason mm. and he was like, he was like swinging his axe at the ground, like all the time. Like, he, and it was a real act. Like, I'm pretty sure that, that was not a prop, like looked like he could harm people. And you just walk by and you're like, Oh, <laughs> like you're being weird, man. Like you're getting too into this dude. Like, come on, you know? Yeah. And then I talked to him. I, I, I was like, Hey, uh, cool he had like a candy shoot and he's like go stand by you know totally normal but then then he'd go back to like swinging his axe at the ground <laughs> you're like what are you doing bro hey bro yeah like the axe and the mask you are scary enough you don't have to do anything else like you have like demonic skeletons with eyes like glowing in your yard like you you're up there you're up there for halloween like you're not going to beat the people who spent a thousand dollars on the machines down the street Swing your axe, okay? I'm sorry. You know, right. right. Okay? <laughs> well, I, I just like the fact that he had a real axe out there because I mean, I'm pretty that, sure it was real. Yeah, because that that makes it safer, you know. So that's a that's a nice that's a nice little hey neighbor. Oh shit, my axe slipped out of my hand. <laughs> if I need an axe, I'm pretty sure I know where to go. I don't have an axe in the house, so if I need to borrow an axe, I just got to go down like ten doors. I've got three axes. You don't see me wielding any of them outside. Uh, that's for sure. So, well, for my Halloween, I just stayed in the basement, turned the lights off. Like I was back in the day, my parents didn't let me celebrate Halloween because, you know, we, we thought the devil was out there going to get you with razor blades and candy. And um, so I, I just, my, my daughters went out, they got great candy. They had a great fun time with the dog and everything. And, and I was in the basement watching football. And so well, here's what I want to know. I, I love football. You love football. There's not a lot that we hate about football, but we got a new segment we're going to kind of debut. Uh, it's not Love Hate with Matthew Berry, uh, where he talks about what he loves in the future. This is just what we loved about the NFL this week, and then what we what we could leave behind, what we did not like about the NFL this week. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. You as, lead off. I can't even think right now. What do you What did you love about Week Eight? Oh man, I, I would say a couple things I loved about Week Eight. Uh, one was uh, watching, uh, first of all, there's so many great games, and then there's so many clunkers. And so you and I watched the, the Red Zone. And so mm -hmm. getting to watch, good, there was actually some good back-and-forth games, the, the Cincinnati Bengals uh, going back and forth with the Jets. You also had, in the early window, the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. That was a great game. So I just liked, 
actually getting to watch competitive football games. To me, that just stood out. Uh, you know, even Miami stuck around for a little bit with, with the Dolphins. So you only had a few blowouts, you know, Detroit, they're blowing out. And then you had on the other side, you know, a lot of drama in the afternoon with, with Tom Brady throwing a pick six to lose the game against Trevor Simeon. Uh, and so I just, all the games were close and it wasn't, uh, you know, uh, too, too much. I guess it didn't go as, as well as I wanted to go or what I thought was going to go, but the games were closer than I thought for sure. Okay. Okay. I've got my week eight moment. It was definitely my favorite moment. Uh, Justin Fields, 30-yard scamper on fourth and one. That was insane. That was so beautiful. Um, you know, it, it, it got me revved up for for Justin Fields again. I was really just – I was just starting to buy into the fact that, like, he he's not very good. That organization isn't very good. Um, I, I, I'm always of the opinion of, uh, like – rookie like a rookie quarterback like i mean it's the hardest job in the world being an nfl quarterback is the hardest job so i i have no like problem waiting and just letting players develop i'm 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 with like old school football coaches man if you have a if you have a decent if you have a jimmy g like i'm i'm pro let the players learn the system give them a year and then put them in like that's that's my ideal model um, if not, you know, in, in situation like the bears where there's an injury, um, it doesn't surprise me when, uh, you know, rookie quarterbacks stink. It's, it's the hardest job to do in the world. And I was getting worried that the stinkiness of the bears was going to ruin Justin Fields. Like, I mean, it, it, there's so much that goes into that position, and your mental well-being is a big part of it. So I was very worried. And so that play right there, it was just like, yes, that dude is going to be something special like we all hope he is going to be. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to you know, totally crap on Matt Nagy because he's at home with COVID, but you did notice that that happened when Matt Nagy was uh, home with COVID. Uh, I wasn't sure if you're aware of that. Uh, so for me, I, you see somebody who is skilled, but who has not been given the guidance, who's been left kind of thrown in there. Somebody who every single chance he got, Matt Nagy said, uh, Andy Dalton's been starting quarterback, Andy Dalton's been starting quarterback, Andy Dalton's been starting quarterback. Okay, well, he's not, though. He's hurt. He's not. So what are you going to do with Justin Fields? And the first game he had him, he got him sacked like nine times. So uh, that's just poor coaching to me. That's a bad NFL coach. And I think he's going to get fired and I hope it gets fired immediately so that we just have Justin Fields like, kind of getting to do what he wants to do. Not that he's, he's great, but like you said, he, he needs to kind of just feel it. And that run was a feel it run, man. He, he, he was, he was, it was like being chased for your life, you know, and, and for him, it translated into uh, you know, getting away from the whole defensive fronts, you know, for the, of the team and then taking it around the left side. I loved it. It was great. Going through the linebacking court into the end zone. It was a beautiful run. So no, I'm dude. I watched the other day. Uh Facebook has so much awesome NFL content, and you know, it just tailors your algorithm to what you like. So it knows I love the NFL. So I see all these cool, like different highlight reels that'll be like 15 minute long things. Like today I was watching just like it was like it was called like who look how athletic these guys are. And it was 15 minutes of just like beautiful athletic plays. And I watched all of it. I was like, this is great. You know, I just sit there. I'm like, I'm like in the middle of doing something like, Oh, I got to pause what I'm doing to watch this. Oh, this is, oh, yeah. This is great. The other day I watched 
the hundred best rushes all time by NFL quarterbacks, you know, and Ooh, I mean, you're going, yeah, yeah, you're going back to like Fran Tarkenton runs. Where was like, Young's? where was Steve Young's running there at? You're the man, dude. And I, that's exactly, was, I would the, the one he, he had multiple ones, but it's yeah. the one. It's, it's the, the one, one where he's falling down at the end because he's so tired. Yes, that was number favorite. one. That's like that the number best. one. There's a lot of good ones. Michael Vick. When Michael you know, Vick, literally, literally, Michael Vick. Uh, he out of out of a hundred, he had. I'm gonna go with twelve. Like there was, and, yeah. and 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 one of them started in the '80s, and I was like, this shouldn't be in the freaking '80s. This should be, at, but I think Michael Vick was two, and then. Um, uh Steve Young's was one. But anyway, that Justin Fields run definitely would make the top 100 oh, all-time yeah. runs. Like it was it, it, it was one. awesome. Yeah. No, and you saw his athleticism and uh, you saw what he could do when he gets outside of the pocket and when defensive uh, players cannot account for his mobility and he's just so much faster than everybody else. Uh it was great. I loved it. Uh, yeah. uh Okay, so let's talk about what we did not love. I want you to lead off. What, what was something that kind of grinded your gears? It could be a play, a player, a call, anything that kind of you're like, eh, meh, this week. Uh, what about Jalen Hurts putting in a, a a poor performance? You know, I mean, I guess I can go with Devonta Smith. I mean, he he's going to be featured on the show for me later mm. on. I feel um, like down yeah it's just a real disappointment you know we're halfway through the season now and i had the talent ranked uh at that position in the first round Devontae smith jamar chase jalen waddle and now it looks like it's jamar chase jalen waddle Devontae smith and you know there's an element to hurts um and his accuracy woes but I don't know, you know. I, 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 if I'm re-ranking right now, I'm, I'm re-ranking it as it is. Like Jamar Chase is obviously extremely special, and um, Jalen Waddle is uh, is going to be a Pro Bowl caliber talent, and Devontae Smith might just, you know, be a guy. Have, yeah, just be a guy. So mm, I would say, I would say for me. That is it. And, and, um, you know, Jalen Hurts, yeah, he put up a poo-poo day, but that's just because they kept running it every time they got down there. at the one, Like, that was the first time where Jalen Hurts was not running it into the end zone every time. They were actually handing the ball off, which they should. Yeah. So. Makes sense. Boston Scott got him a touchdown. Yeah. Two touchdowns. And then uh, Jordan Howard came back from the dead. Uh, I would say what really bothered me was in that Jets-Cincinnati game, there was a, a late play that got a late or got a, a not like a um, personal foul helmet to helmet hit. Both players hit helmet to helmet. The, the Cincinnati player actually went lower trying to get away from his helmet and was the one who, if you watched it, looked like he was the one who was being fouled. They called the foul against him, gave the Jets a first down. They kind of won the game there when they should have been punting the ball back to Cincinnati, giving the ball back to, to Joe Burrow. It was just like the worst call I've seen in, in a long time on a stupid rule where the, the, the offensive players aren't allowed to lower their helmet to initiate contact, and they did. So if anything, it should have been a 15-yard penalty on the Jets. So it's just it's just poor officiating, man. I, I, as a fan, 
you know when something's wrong and they get it wrong and and, and the NFL can say they got it right or that refs blah, 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 bullshit whatever it is you just know in your heart like that's that costs them an opportunity and that costs us an opportunity to see a really good ending you know where Joe Burrow has a chance to make a comeback and maybe he does or doesn't get it maybe they go to overtime it's just better football instead we end the game on like a run out uh, and a little first down because of a stupid penalty so that was my you know grinds my gears this week. I can't believe the Jets beat the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, that was that was not something I was predicting. So that was wild. They they pulled up a tweet of of Mike White in 2013, where Tom Brady said something, or he had some records or something, and he goes, "Who you know who are who are you going to be or whatever?" And he's like, "I'm going to be the guy who's going to break all your records." <laughs> so. I like that, you know. Um, right. It's just, it's good to see kind of, you know, this guy's been waiting for a chance. And then who is this Mike White guy? You know? uh, we saw Josh Johnson in there, right? Then, then did Mike White come back in? I, I, I'm, I forget. Yeah, he was he, all over that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we saw uh, XFL star Josh Johnson, that right? Was- yeah, I love that. Yeah, former Washington football team, fourth string, Josh Johnson, same yeah. guy, right? In yeah. that same guy? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, he, LA, he, he, he spelled LA. him for a bit. He got injured. I don't I don't know what the injury was, but back, I, yes. yeah, he returned. So yeah, yeah. 400 yard passing day. Uh pretty nice. Pretty mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Um anyway. All right. So so let's get into it. Uh we, we are the fantasy millionaires. I am Scott Stack Simpson. This is Mike Cash Collins. Uh, we're here to, to get paid. Uh, we're here to help you get paid. We're here to win our fancy leagues. We're here to win your DFS leagues. Uh, anything you're in DFS. Let me just say this. Since since we talked last, since we have spoken to each other uh, last, since last Monday, I I, little, I banked a couple tournaments, won uh, like 500 bucks. And then this weekend, I won a little bit. I won almost about 400 bucks too. So not been too bad. You know, you know I'm up about a G since I've talked to you last. Not a millionaire, but I'm working on being a, a, a thousandaire again. And uh, it's going good. It's going well. Be a thousandaire if you want to be a millionaire. Not gonna lie to you, it feels good. Uh, both the tournaments I won on Thursday, you know, there's 12,000 12, people in them, so it's a one out of twelve thousand chance there. You know, your boy wins. This is the second time I've won this mini max as well this year. So, um, you know, I won three tournaments this year. One last year. One last year was three hundred thousand people. It's a lot of people. Uh, this one, ten thousand, twelve thousand people. But I won three times. You know, so it's just, it's good, man. It feels good to be a fancy thousandaire. And uh, that's what DraftKings and, and uh, the stuff I'm doing is getting me there. And so it's real life, man. It's not just bullshit. Uh, you know, it's fun to wear sunglasses and stuff. But soon I'm going to get sponsored because these sunglasses are going to be behind some getting paid eyes. So I just wanted to say that Toots is back. <laughs> I know, it's awesome, Sex. You do, yeah. doing your thing. Yeah, so uh, and Stacks did help me get some of that money too. So uh, let's jump in. We're going to talk about trades to get paid, and this is going to be brought to you by Underdog. Please do check out Underdog with the link down below if you're watching on YouTube. By the way, if you're listening on or uh, watching on Twitter, we love you. But um, uh, Streamyard and Twitter have not got their shit together. Uh, Streamyard is blaming Twitter. Twitter, I mean, no, no, never answers for them. So uh, we're waiting on that. But we just want to say we appreciate you all listening, whatever platform you are. If you're listening on the the playback, the runback, any part of this, if you're downloading it on Apple, iTunes, Google, whatever it is, yeah. thank you very much. We appreciate uh, you. 
and, and let me just say since you brought that up yeah um yeah go to if you want to comment we missed the comments you know go to the fantasy millionaires right now if you're on twitter and just go to our youtube page fantasy millionaires and you'll see it live and if you make comments on the youtube page we'll, we'll we can respond and it's kind of a bummer uh ever since we've gotten away from um what was it what did they use before that periscope but twitter periscope, Live, right same difference they just twitter just took away certain features because they're they're not made they're managed. yeah there's no comments so yeah they suck man they gotta get their shit together you know what i mean yeah. get gabagoo. i want to dip my my fingers in that so uh but anyway we appreciate you yeah go to the fancy millionaires on youtube just search fancy millionaires you're gonna get us there i also put that link in the a description uh and hopefully you can get that if you're on on the uh on the twitters and just yeah if you have questions or anything man like we, we missed the it. comments it's a bummer bo in here was always the best too we love bo Bo's oh yeah best. yeah and then you know we got you know everybody's in here brad's in there you know double brad's we got everybody so please do check us out uh on, on all platforms youtube you can jump in there right now so all right let's talk about trades and get paid brought to you by underdog uh underdog fancy uh let's start off with you uh, i've got two who do you have leading us off? Okay. Leading us off is again, I, I, when I, when I come up with trades to get paid, these are moves that I believe are, you can make. And, uh, the reason why I'm choosing this first person is because this was somebody who was on the waiver wire. So depending on what kind of league you're in, uh, the person who picked them up might have, you know, four, to five solid running backs and um you know maybe they need an upgraded tight end or or wide receiver i happen to pay a hundred dollars for this person in every single league i'm in and i think the price was well worth it and this is mr elijah mitchell uh over the last two games 36 carries 244 yards two tds you saw that one TD in the last one where they just rugby scrummed. He just drove his way all the way in from like the six yard line with the entire team. Um, he's averaging 6.7 yards per carry. I, 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 listen, I that's why I jumped on this guy. I knew that I knew the Niners were going to have a top flight running back. That's what they do. They. they People can hate on Shanahan, say he's, he, he gets too much credit. You know what he's good at? He's good at running the football. He sure is. And Elijah Mitchell is, sadly, only the one and two down back. But uh, on those one and two downs, they hand the ball off, and he gets 6.7 yards per carry. So for me, I think that's somebody that you can get right now uh, before the value goes up. Because, um, you know, if, if you if you're willing to give up a nice piece, somebody who got him off the waiver wire who maybe hasn't even played him yet and is like, oh, OK, well, you know, uh, I'm definitely going to play him next week. And, you know, you give up somebody maybe like uh, a Robert Woods or something like that, that um, this person is weak at wide receiver and and you could, you know, profit off somebody that I think is going to be an RB1 going forward. <clears throat> so I have a question for you. Yeah. Why, why are you uh, reading off of my show notes? I, I'm, I'm kind of offended a little bit about this because it, it's like you're just kind of stealing my my guys. 
You is know that you, is that who you had? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I can share my screen here. I got <laughs> I got him right here. Is my my number hey, one. You have good taste, bro. What are you gonna yeah. do? I was gonna say, man. Uh, you know, he he has you know RB one points in him. The last two weeks, he's getting you above that Mendoza line of 15 points, getting you 17, 20 points. I mean, that's exactly what you want. I, I got the 100-yard bonus in DraftKings, got me over 23 points. Uh, and, uh, you know, what was so funny is uh, I went on the SportsMe app. Shout out SportsMe. Find me on SportsMe at NimbleWNumbers there. And I talked some shit to Bowman Big Time about uh, how I was going to you know, beat him. And um, uh, I did. And I beat him with Eliza Mitchell. Uh, he was my running back. Pay down fifty four hundred. Great value at that price. Getting you twenty three points. It's like a four five four and a half max there. So uh, I love that. And he was my first trade. Uh, I'm. I, you, you know he runs a four three forty. Like I I, yeah, I don't get merchant. What's that? He's a speed merchant. Yeah. 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 And he can he can rub rugby scrum. So he can do two things in one. Right. Know? Right. He, he he fits in perfect to that system, dude. He's north and south. They give him a nice little lane. He, he, he uses that 4-3 speed. Boom. Yeah, I, I like it. It's a really good play. I think right now he's the RB33 in PPR, which is just so depressed. It's not a true you know, indication of his value. I think he's going to be, if you just take him at the end of what he's going to average when he gets the starts, I think he's going to average around 16 points, which is going to put him in like the – RB 15 range, you know? So, I mean, that, he's definitely flex RB one, two each week back and forth for sure. So mm. I like that call. Um, I got a receiver. Do you have a receiver? I have a receiver. Does he, does he play in Buffalo? Nope. Okay. Go ahead. You can do yours. So I'm going to go with, uh, I would like to acquire uh, Henry Ruggs the third, if I could. Um, I, I, I think right now, I, I think his, his value is not what it's going to be in the coming weeks. And you might still be able to get him at a, a pretty reasonable price. Um, this is just simply, this is just simply a bet. Uh, I, I think Henry Ruggs, like right now he is, um, number five in average target distance and number six in deep targets. And I think with Gruden no longer there, um, they just take more chances. I, I, I think uh, the, uh, these plays where he's just running the fly route and then you just launch it down the field to him. I think they're going to start happening like once to twice every single game. Like it's just going to be part of the game game script. Like, Oh, okay. Uh, we did a, we did our deep shot in the first half. We did our deep shot in the second half. Like he, he, he is going to be, um, boomer bust, but, um, you know, right now all his bust games, he's still coming up with like seven, eight points in PPR. And then if, and then if he booms, you know, on one of these like 80 yard catches, you know, depending on how your bonuses and stuff go, you know, he's going to be up at 18, 20 points. Yeah. No, I, I like it. I, I'm going to say that with, with your, uh, that guy's got four, 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 two. Is that what he has? Yeah. I think he's four, two or two, right? He's going to four point two, two. Yeah. He's, yeah, that's like speed for days, man. So I think he's got to get him 
one of those each quarter would be nice, honestly. Yeah, yeah, just keep, I've been saying why do, I never understood why they just didn't do that play all the time with him. Like, yeah. like once every three series, like yeah. just do it once every three series. I mean, you saw Michael Pittman get like three pass interference calls against the 49ers and right. I mean, put, put somebody with athleticism down in space and make them beat that guy. And they normally, a, a good thing will happen. Either they'll get a pass interference call or they'll get a touchdown or they'll get a catch or they'll drop it or they'll get an interception. So three out of the five are good, but potentially. So the other thing about him, and this is why he was Cash's pick of the draft last year in like the tenth round, and it didn't pan out. But he does have great hands. Like yeah. he's got ten and a half inch hands. I every time I see him go up around the ball, he usually comes down with it. So he's not like it's not like he's you know one of these track stars with butterfingers. Nah, man, he's athletic. You know, they just for whatever reason they don't design anything else besides you know, the 80 yard fly route for him, which is a shame. Like, yeah. I don't get why they're not running bubble screens with him like all screen. game long. Yeah. 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 This is the best bubble screen candidate in football right there. Get him on a bubble screen straight lining, just run down the field. Yeah. Uh, if, 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 they're, if they're not using him deep, then they just run a reverse with him. Like that's all they do. They just do uh, reverses and 80 yard fly routes with him, but whatever. How about this? Because you and I are creative guys. Let's each design a special, play a secret play for henry rugs that we think will put him in space with a chance to score a touchdown we'll create the plays we'll draw them up design them however you, you have aaron waller on that team dude like you can you can do you can put three on one side put him in the back we'll send yeah. him the raiders because the raiders are crazy we'll send him to listen do this rugs play guarantee touchdown every time you do it and see if they do it because you know I bet you look at it and go, this is a, this is a great run. And let's do, let's work on it for a week. So next week we'll come back with our rugs touchdown. It's so easy. You just you just run that three wide receiver set where those the, you have the two uh, you know on the line and then rugs back it, like in a triangle and down set hike throw him the ball. Darren Waller is one of those guys. He's going to take out you know like uh, at least one. I think you motion Darren Waller and you do it on a play that is a zone play so that you have the and you do it to the wide side of the field. Yeah, you can definitely do this. See, well, all right, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about this. Uh, I'm going to say my guy, is the, and we'll get in the weeds in this. I start, I'm a Madden uh, play machine. I would make all these Madden plays every week. I would do these, you know. That's what I did growing up. I, I didn't, you know, date a lot of people in high school. I dated my man. <laughs> so he was cashing Madden tournaments, though. I remember that. Dude, I, I once cashed at a nice Madden tournament, won a couple hunch. It was nice. I got the Benjamins. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, Michael, what's up, man? Well, welcome. Thanks for coming to YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So, welcome, we, we appreciate it. Yeah. What's up? Um, so, my guy is Emmanuel Sanders. Last week he went for Halloween. He dressed up as a ghost because he had zero he dressed points. up as a Sarah. Zero zero catches, nothing on the four targets. Uh, with that being said, though, uh, kind of a weird week. That they, they they did have a passing edge. It really didn't flow through Emmanuel Sanders. He has been the touchdown leader. You had Diggs get a touchdown, which I predicted playing Diggs this week. Had him everywhere. Same with Cole Beasley. Had him everywhere, too. He, they were one of my number one stacks I actually wrote about for the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, my my new stacks article, Top Stacks of the Week. They were my number one stack. So I, I was on to them. Uh, I do, though, like Emmanuel Sanders bouncing back. They have the Jags 
next week or this week. So uh, that's a buy low candidate who have a terrible week. Who's who's uh, you know roster manager might just be frustrated. Might go, you know, I got better players, and so I'll put him on the bench. Who cares? He's not viable. I think he's viable. I think you're going to see more points down the stretch than less points from the Bills. I think Emmanuel Sanders, though he is you know volatile, I think he's somebody you do want a piece of. So if you can get a, long, a bite of Emmanuel Sanders, do it now. He was Cash's uh, trades get paid. He was one of my picks last week. So I completely agree. And this is a great week. Yeah, better than last week. This is really his first dud game. Yeah. So yeah. It's, a, it's a perfect time to see if you can maybe get somebody who's scared that's that's heavy at that position. Yeah, you can even go back to that person. Maybe you talked to them last week and they didn't want to budge. You can be like, oh, okay, I got a little something, something for you now. And then they might be interested now because they were like, oh, that volatility, it's what I thought too. And uh, so the seed is out. So I'm always into sowing those seeds. So, all right, uh, that's my last guy. I got two guys. Anybody else for you to trade to get paid? That's it. That's it. All right. Ju jumping down to The Wire, and The Wire is presented by Occupy Fantasy. Over there with Brian Jester, my guy, Millie Maker winner. Do check out Occupy Fantasy. Use them every week, man. I listen to their podcast today. Get ready for the Monday night showdown slate over on DraftKings. They're at worth every penny. Down in the, the link is in the description next to the Occupy Fantasy. Do check it out. All right. Let's talk about it. Uh, who is your uh, – you want to start by number one? You know, player to pick up, or you want to start by position? How do you want to bring I'll just do quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Right, let's go QBs. Who's your top pickup of the week for QBs? I mean, you know, it's it's slim pickings these days, but I did like what I saw out of Justin Fields out of that last performance. So, um, you know, there could be better guys on the wire than that. But, um, you know, we've kind of cycled through most of the quarterbacks at this point. So, I don't know. If if he, he he's somebody that popped to me, and um, if you're in a deeper league, and I'm sure he's on the wire, uh, so you know chances are you could you could probably get him. Um, you know, tough matchup this week with the Steelers, but so I I wouldn't say he's a you know a top streaming option for me, but at, at the same time, man. Uh, I, I just think when, you, when there's plays like that, I mean, they hung tough with the 49ers throughout that game. And when you, I, I think when you see things like that happen, like that was just one of those kind of plays, like that would have made top 100 all time runs by a quarterback. Like that's probably, you know, one of the top greatest runs ever by a quarterback in the national, like they had, they had like, you know, it could have been Colt McCoy on that. Highlight. They had just bums on that highlight, highlight reel. They just picked the best runs. That's a top 100 run. And I think when coaches see that kind of thing, it it gives them confidence. Okay, let's 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 continue to figure it out with this kid, and let's make sure we're utilizing his skill set appropriately. Now, of course, you do have Matt Nagy factoring into this. I, I I think I think Matt Nagy saw what he saw, what we all saw, which was which was just you know an epic run. Like I didn't think he was going to get the touchdown. Like I thought that that was going to be like when he it, that was like a Bo Jackson. He was like he almost fell down. It was it, it was fourth and one. He was just doing everything he can, and then he got the first down. I was like, oh yeah, he's going to get like twenty yards, and then he makes that cut. That's just one of those kind of, you know, it, 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 it's 
it's superior vision. Like he yeah. he's special. He, like that's the kind of play that he's been doing his whole life, and he did it in the NFL. And it's special when players do that in the NFL. And I think coaches, um, it, it revs them up. So um, again, his matchup isn't great, but I I I think Justin Fields is going to start to have some better games in the future. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, let, let's let's jump to Michael's question here. What do you think about this? I threw it the the big long question up in the chat. He's got lots of details, which I like. Gives the context there. So yeah. he, he's three and five, and he's got Justin Herbert, Dalvin Cook, Zach Moss. He's got Hollywood twice. Maybe that's a problem. He's double starting Hollywood. I would trade one of those Hollywoods for another player. And then- <laughs> To be good to go. Uh, so he wants to know: Should he change it up? He's got Diggs, uh, Pitts. Uh, I, I I think he's got. It looks like a, a bomb squad there. Maybe underperforming right now. Run into some bad luck. What do you think? I mean, he needs an RB two. Uh, you know, he's he's definitely good at wide receiver. So, um, you know, Hollywood, Keenan Allen, Diggs. The, Diggs, um, you know, we didn't talk about the, you know, you know what, what, here's what I hate about week eight, Calvin Ridley and Derrick Henry. I forgot that that's, I couldn't even think about yeah. what I hated. Yeah. That's what I hate. Uh, Derrick Henry could be out for the rest of the fantasy season. He might make it back if you're in the playoffs. And then we don't even know what's going on with Calvin Ridley. And I can't believe we forgot to mention that, which is, we have no idea. There, yeah. it, there's, yeah. just, there's just this weird um, message. Yeah, he's he, he's he's just put out a, a Twitter message. Nobody knows any further details. Either way, Kyle Pitts benefits. Um, so, you know, you you got Pitts. I, I don't know. Man. I, I I don't like Zach Moss as your RB two. So, is, is there if there's somebody you can get? Um, trade, know, for Elijah, trade for Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, trade for Elijah Mitchell. You know, that's my sure. yeah. yeah. Like maybe maybe you trade uh Hollywood Brown and and get like a decent you know comeback on the wide receiver. Um, and, and you get Elijah Mitchell. That would be a good trade. I, I I'd be down with that. Um. Yeah, I, 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 for, for me, I'm not going to say anybody different. I will say this, though. Uh, last week, it was crazy. I went and got Carson Wentz up off the waiver wire. He was just sitting there doing nothing, just, I guess, waiting around. Carson Wentz is the 11th best quarterback right now. Right. So, uh, look for look for friends who are kind of discarded. Derek Carr, he's the 14th best quarterback. He's coming off a bye. Maybe someone discarded him the week before. Um, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, not terrible. He's ranked 18th. He's got a plus matchup this week. So just kind of look and see in your league who's dropping friends. Uh, and then Matt Ryan without Calvin Ridley. I mean, Matt Ryan, he's just, you know, man, can't catch a break. This is Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Um, no, no bueno, no bueno. So yeah, avoid him, avoid him. He's a, he's a mitigate for sure. Uh, uh, let's jump to running backs. Uh, Adrian Peterson. Or- I got racks of running backs to talk about. Oddly, so is that, is that, is that there's a lot of running backs to 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 discuss, and then after that, it's all poop again. But there's a lot of interesting options. Yeah, Adrian Peterson. What do you think? I'm not. I'm not ready to add him right now. Uh, I don't think he's going to the practice squad. Um, I, you know, 
I think you add him now or you add him never. I do think that. You do? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, it depends on the deepness of your league. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you can get him now. Uh, I mean, you can get McNichols. You can, you know, I would say McNichols is the person to get right now. We have no idea what Adrian Peterson is going to be like. I would probably rather have McNichols. Um, Mark Ingram back with the saints he 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 might be on your waiver wire uh watching this game night who's Derek gore Derek gore it, it looks like he might be a good person to get off your waiver wire based on how this game has gone so far um you got uh boston scott um and the person i want out of all of these guys that we named that may or may not be on your waiver wire is aj Dillon. Mm. Um, I he 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 he's on the waiver wire in some of my leagues, and there is no way that his role does not continue after that last game, where a beast. Of, of course, Aaron Rodgers, you know, put the team on his back. No one is giving AJ Dillon his due for that game because he was making them be able to continue drives again and again on third and short, just getting hit in the backfield and just powering through. You know, I think he has, um, I think, I think it was Derrick Henry. And then I think it was AJ Dillon who's second uh, in the league for yards after contact. I mean, he just looks like a monster. And so for me, it, my favorite guy out of all the guys we just named is AJ Dillon. Did you, we mentioned Boston Scott. That was interesting. Is there anybody else you're thinking of? Cause that's a lot of people right now for, yeah. for the wire on week yeah. eight for running backs. Here's one Carlos Hyde. If James Robinson can't go, you know, he, he pulled up lame. So just pay attention see what happens. You know, I don't like Carlos Hyde, but if he goes in the end zone and gets you, you know, 60 yards and a touchdown, it's, it's 14 points, you know, right. so yeah, it could do worse. Uh, what, what about uh, wide receiver? You got any of those? You got a glut of wides? I got a couple. I got a couple too. Yeah. Um, you know, we're waiting to see what's going to happen with Michael Gallup. I, I, I think Cedric Wilson has a role on this team, no matter what. Like he, he looks really good. I mean, he's just really athletic, dude. And then he, then he throws dimes. You know, that pass to CD Lamb was sick. It was ridiculous. It was yeah, look of the wrist, too. It was just like a mm, I, he just looks like he's an, a, a, a supremely athletic human being. I, I just think he he's they're gonna continue to figure out ways to get this guy, and he's probably on a lot of waiver wires out there. So um I like I mean he's been he's been getting in the end zone again and again throughout this year. Um you know, you you have to focus on Amari Cooper. You have to focus on CeeDee Lamb, and it just opens up opportunity for him. So I like it. Uh, I, I'm going to also uh, go back to somebody who uh, maybe you had earlier who was, was like mitigated to the to the highways and byways of the the waiver wires. That's Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, he he looked like he's been getting back that two yard or that two point conversion. It was a two yard pass too, but man, he looked so good. Separation was there on that play. Uh, he did get more targets last week. So 
Uh, if Brandon Ayuk is going to kind of get a little bit of that rollback he had last year, just any of it, I think there's some value to be had there. Uh, and then Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore was my second guy. Yeah, a bunch. He's targeted a bunch. Uh, White, I was like, hey, you're a fast little guy who can get the ball where I want to go. So Elijah Moore might be available. I would check and see. He's somebody who I think is worth st- st- stashing there. Yeah. So I'm with you. I got a couple other guys. I don't want to step on all your guys. You have any more guys? That was it. I had Cedric Wilson and Elijah Moore for wide receivers. Okay. Uh, Jamal Agnew caught a touchdown. Uh, he seems to be uh, a guy to have there in Jacksonville. And then Van Jefferson, uh, if, I picked him up already. I picked up Jamal Agnew and Van Jefferson in the BFFs. Uh, if you don't know, Van Jefferson is the the second uh, – he's the third wide receiver on the L.A. Rams because Deshaun Jackson is out. He wants a trade. He's, he's not going to be suited up. So uh, that's good for Van Jefferson. I think he's a mainstay. He needs to be on a roster the rest of the year. He'll have duds, but he'll get you there some games too. You want him – uh, especially if anybody goes down in that offense, he's just going to immediately garner a bunch of targets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What about tight end? I got two. How about you? I got I got Dan Arnold, who I started in every single DFS lineup that I had last week for twenty eight hundred. He scored like fourteen points too, right? Fourteen point eight or something. Yep. Yeah, he had fourteen point eight, and um, you know, he's he's he's. Uh, I mean, I, I, he's been mentioned on the wire before, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm here to promote Dan Arnold now because um, (laughs) I'm in the Dan Arnold business because, uh, I I think it was, it was O'Shaughnessy. Uh, he was like, Hennessy. What is it? I'm not making fun of, uh, the Key and Peele sketch when principal, he called him O'Shaughnessy. Hennessy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that guy's name. Whatever his name is, he he was he was hot for like two weeks, and then he got injured. Um, but he was one of the first tight ends I featured on the wire because that offense likes yeah. to throw it to the tight end. I mean, it's just part of what they do, and that is why they traded for Dan Arnold. And he looks like he's going to have a a pretty viable role going forward as a low end tight end one which if you can get it this time of the year and you're weak at that position, it's it's awesome. I like it. Uh, my guy is Pat Fryermuth, man. That guy was the second tight end last week in scoring tight end two. Uh, he, he was looking good in the hood. I'm not going to lie. Nice. That catch. Yeah. I mean, just. That was sick. I was waiting for the replay and I was like, he didn't, I mean, he didn't, he didn't catch, catch it. it. There's no way he had control. Like you saw that, that thing, he was just bobbling the crap out of it. Nope, perfect control, two feet down, boom, 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 shake the room. Uh, I, I loved it, and uh, I'm into him. I think there's a role for him in this offense without Juju Smith-Schuster there, and I think he's somebody that you want to have. He's not going to get you there every week, but I think he's a solid tight end to get you a touchdown. You know, maybe half the time the rest of the year. So you got you got eight nine games left for him, and then you get your touchdown four four games. That's good. That'd help you out. That'd be good for your team. So I'm I'm into the Fryermuth. Get him. He'll probably be cheap. I'm probably pick him up for a dollar, two bucks, maybe even free. So yeah. All right, what about you? somebody like me who has no fab budget in yeah, any of my leagues because I spent it all on Elijah Mitchell? Yeah, Elijah Mitchell, we talked about that earlier. I remember that full circle. Yeah. Uh, I got one defense, it might be on the waiver wire. I dropped them because they're going against Tom Brady, and it was New Orleans. Uh, I would check and see if New Orleans is available because they're not going up against Tom Brady, they're going up against somebody who's not as good as Tom Brady, uh, and that's Matt Ryan. So, without Calvin Ridley, 
And uh, I think that's a good matchup for the New Orleans uh, secondary without Calvin Ridley. So I, I would definitely look and see if they're available. Uh, how about you? Any defenses to, to go after? Uh, Dolphins versus the Houston Texans. Oh, um, yeah. 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 yeah, if if you're in a deep league and you're you you can't pick up any defenses, that that's a defense that somebody had probably gotten rid of, especially since they were playing the Bills, and you probably don't want to carry two defenses if one of them is the Dolphins. Uh, it's a good week for them. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. Uh, I, I'm checking DraftKings right now because you know I'm a glut for punishment. In the millionaire, I'm winning twenty five bucks. So yeah, you know, Ooh, gotta sweat. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Let me see. I'm 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 thirty thousandth, so not much of a sweat. If Kadarius Tony would do something, I've got him in my captain, but nothing nothing yet. What's he doing? He's got me eleven points in my captain, so he's okay. probably less a little something. Than, yeah, a little something like six, seven, eight points. I don't know, eight points. Yeah, he just caught one pass and uh, went for like twenty yards. So, all right, mm-hmm. that that was uh, brought to you uh, by Occupy Fantasy guys. That was the wire, one of our favorite segments. Let's jump now to our next segment, and that is going to be the my, one of our favorites: elevate, mitigate, and eviscerate. And this is brought to you by Run the Sims. Check out runthesims.com. I use them every week for my chalk block show with Bowman Big Time. Check out that every Saturday at 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific Time, Hawaii Time, ah, I don't know, five or four, I don't know. Um, but uh, that is one of my favorite places to just kind of get a projection on the players, build your lineups, build your rosters. I use them every week. I'm winning money every week. I'm not going to lie. There's a correlation there. Um, and Somebody used their stuff last week to get a lineup that had 90 points in it, won $15,000. My lineup had 106. So I just got to figure out how to put those lineups in the place where that guy put the 90-point 90, 90 lineup. Give me that, you know, cha-ching, cha-ching. So, uh, but let's jump into it. Elevate, mitigate, eviscerate. We're going to begin with elevate quarterback position. Who are you elevating this week? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to kind of pick somebody that is not a no brainer and this guy's pretty much a no brainer, but you know, he's, I have him in a, a keeper league and I've been starting Justin Herbert over him week in and week out. And this week first, the Browns, I will be starting Joe Burrow mm. over Justin Herbert. Um, Joe Burrow is, uh, just doing it again and again like they get down there and it's just like we're gonna throw the ball in the end zone i mean he it's just beautiful man like that guy is he is making a name for himself in the nfl and uh you know uh another nice week um you know uh 20 28 points in the bffs week before that he had 42 points and the Browns are fourth worst versus opposing QBs right now. So it, it, it looks like a juicy, tasty matchup. Um, and I, I expect Joe Burrow to, to be, in, you know, a, a, a medium well-done 30-burger this week. I, I like that play. Uh, right now, he is fifth in yards uh, for passing yards, 2,215 and then, not too shabby, he's third in touchdowns behind Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford. So, you know, I, he, he's doing well, quite well. Um, my, my guy, I'm going to go, I'm going to ride somebody who I, I got last week. And that is going to be, uh, I just saw a touchdown to 
Ingram and not Tony. If I had Tony, I'd be winning some money. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um, somebody who I played last week, and I called the Michael Pittman connection, and I played him in DFS everywhere, and that's Carson Wentz. This week, he he's up against the Jets again, and you saw what Joe Burrow did. The Jets aren't the worst team for, for quarterbacks, but they're not great. They're not very good. Uh, there's an exploitive. They're better than you think, but yeah. I mean, it's a nice opportunity for a really decent offense. Yes, a very def- def- decent offense who, yeah, the, the Jets are, they, they on paper, they look like they're good. You know, you're like, oh, they're going to be good. But in, in reality, they're, they're not great. This, this is this is what's going on with Carson Wentz. And this is why everybody was, was soft on him. He, he had like... Every extremity was injured during the preseason. Like he was so banged up. And when the season, he was like, yeah, I'm going to play. And we were all like, what are you like? How are you going to play? Like every part of you is like sprained. And obviously as a result, he wasn't able to rush the football. He is, he is Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz again, man. Like if it's third and three, he's going to get six, seven yards, man. Like it's, it's another element to that offense. And to him, as a as a fantasy player, where yeah, man, he's a good he was a good pickup on the waiver wire if he hasn't been picked up yet, and um, yeah, he's I bet you he has a nice decent week. Like the Colts are going to be good with him. Yeah, I'm really excited about riding him. He's my uh, you know Adam Rank he coined it. He's your two B QB for the Pandy, and uh, I I I've got him. I'm going to keep him. And on that team, I have Dak. So. You know, Dak is somebody you're thinking, oh, I've got Dak, I'm good to go. No, I, I, I he's out this week, so you need to put Wentz in there, and Wentz performed admirably. So, all right, um, what about you? Uh, who you Is this a running back who you're ele- elevating? Yeah, um, on that Dak note, though, that Dak, I think that Dak injury, um, I think he might be out for a little, like another couple weeks. I, I think that that's, that's possible. So if you have Dak... Um, I would definitely try and make a move to make sure you get somebody. Um, I think Dak is, is it's the, so he injured his calf on that same exact leg. Uh, and they showed the highlight of when it happened and he said he heard a pop. That's not good, man. Like, I mean, I've had I've not, I've never had like NFL injuries, but I've had a few different injuries, and um, you know when things pop, they they don't just they don't just heal by the, the next week, and um, you know the fact that they sat him like I think if that was a playoff game, he would have played, but I, I Cooper Rush came in was effective, won a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if he's sitting on the sidelines for three or four weeks. So just a little. Dak information. I, I agree with you on that. I, I that's why I'm keeping Wentz, not dropping him. And true to my word, by the way, in case anybody wanted to doubt me, I dropped my guy Alan Robinson last week. I did eviscerate him, and uh, you picked him up. And then this week you can eviscerate him. So, uh, yeah, 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 you should. All right, let's talk about your your RBs. But before we do that, I have uh, this. This is a victory lap brought to you by. Michael Carter. We told you to play Michael Carter last week. He was one of our elevate candidates. He was my elevate candidate. Let me just be honest with you. Uh, I told you to play him. He was the second leading running back last week. I hope you listened. 
I hope I hope you're, you're taking the, the fantasy millionaires to heart. We're doing our research, home. We're doing our research. So we're here for for you to win some money. So uh, anyway, who do you have this week as an elevate candidate in the running back department? So I'm actually going with my man AJ Dillon versus the Chiefs. You know, we we try and pick guys that you 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 know you you are no you you might think ah should I shouldn't I you know so. I think AJ Dillon really fits that category. Um, the Chiefs just dreadful in every way on defense. And the reason why I really like AJ Dillon in this game is I think what he did in that last game, um, it, 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 you know, people who saw it took note. And I think versus the Chiefs, as as badly and as weird as it is the the way the Chiefs are playing football, I think you you they're still the Chiefs and they're still explosive. And I think, uh, uh, from my opinion, uh, armchair fantasy analysts, uh, a formula for beating them would be um, to just control the clock and wear down that horrible defense, and you have. A running back that can do that in AJ Dillon. And I wouldn't be surprised if you saw him, um, you know, getting north of of 12 carries in this game and uh, maybe he breaks off a nice big one. Oh, that's that's dead sexy. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even think of that. I like that a lot. Uh, I, I'm going to say mine is going to be uh, Boston Scott against the L.A. Chargers. The L.A. Chargers have given up the 28th most points to running backs. You know, they gave up a touchdown or two, I'm not sure, to to the, the running backs in, in, for New England yesterday. I saw Damian Harris get in at least once. So um, that that's 27 points on average a game. I like Boston Scott. Uh, you know, I don't think Jordan Howard's going to be as used uh, unless they get down the goal line. Um, but Boston Scott, just he, he had the, the touch count up. Kenny Gainwell was uh, just invisible. Uh, you didn't see him anywhere. It was crazy. It's so weird, right? I mean, you, you, I mean, isn't Gainwell the better running back though? Like they're they're kind of the same running back, and Gainwell is a little bit better. That was really odd to see. You yeah, know? It, it looks like Boston Scott knows the playbook better, can do a little bit more uh, between the tackles. Isn't just the PPR guy, which you can do as well. You can scat back thing, but. Uh, if it if it holds true and and I'm I'm thinking it will, um, that's somebody who I think you can play against the Chargers and the Chargers are going to score points, so they're going to need to trail. They're going to come back and they're going to need to throw the ball football and uh, dump the ball underneath. I think that's your guy for it now. Okay, all right. Let's do wide receivers. Let's go, my friend. Who do you have up first? Talked about this guy in trades to get paid. I like Henry Ruggs versus the Giants. Uh, I I expect them coming off the bye week um, to to put up some points, and um, I, I think it's it, it's it's an opportunity. He'll be somebody I play in a lot of DFS lineups this week. Um, I, I think it's an opportunity for him to you know you could you could flex with with Henry Ruggs this week and uh potentially get you a nice big touchdown um i think they come out and and they just they smoke the giants and i think henry ruggs is going to fit into the game script i like it that's a good call I, on my end i'm going to go with somebody who i talked about 
who, who I picked up, who I said you should pick up. Uh, and I do already pick him up, so it makes it easier. And that's Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson this week is going up against the Titans. Now, the Titans have not been great against the wide receiver. Uh, you saw Michael Pittman catch two touchdowns. You saw Jack Doyle catch a touchdown. Three passing touchdowns last week. That, that I want a piece of that. That's that's what I want, you know. And he's a clear third option there in that offense. Uh, he's got 39 targets or 40 targets so far. He's got three touchdowns, almost 400 yards passing. And uh, that offense looks well oiled. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking for a flex, there, there are some teams that are on buys this week. We didn't mention them before, but four teams are on by. Washington is on a buy. You have the Detroit Lions, Seattle Seahawks, and then the, the, the Tampa Bay Bucks and, and uh, Tampa Bay are on a buy, uh, licking their wounds. So um, that's somebody who I think you can play. And I mean, Matthew Stafford is 22 touchdowns. He's leading the league this week since Tom Brady's on by. That's the number one guy. He's got the most touchdowns. I want to piece that. Van Jefferson uh, last week, getting you those double digit points is what you're looking for. Mm hmm. I'm with you. Um, all right, tight ends. I got, I got my man, uh, big Tyler Conklin versus Ooh, the Ravens. Conk. Yeah, the Ravens, um, they really, you know, one of these teams that, uh, you know, at the beginning of the season, you 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 didn't think that their defense was going to look this way. Um, they're just got a lot of issues. And one of the things that the, their biggest issue, and I have been featuring the uh, uh, previous tight ends, I'm going and I'm looking at, oh, who's playing the Ravens this week? Yeah. And who's it, you know? Who's a, who's not a no-brainer starter? Well, Terry uh, Tyler Conklin is, you know, he's he's probably a bench guy. He could, might even still be on your wire. Um, uh, this would be a week that uh, I could see him. I mean, he's good, man. He's big. He's fast, and he. Uh, I think he had five for fifty-seven or something like that last week, uh, last night. Um, and, uh, you know, I think he gets north of that this week uh, versus uh, a, a defense that is just horrible versus tight ends. So, yeah, I, I like that. And, and and for me, this is a stretch, you know, um, but Evan Ingram next week, he's got a touchdown tonight, by the way. Evan Ingram does uh, next week. He goes up against the Raiders. They, they give up 17 points per game to tight ends, which is uh, that's not good. It's 27th worst. They've given up. Already this year, they've already given up four touchdowns, uh, you know, over 500 yards. So uh, you, you like that 600, you know, 575 yards. Uh, Evan Ingram, you know, I think I think the first touchdown pass was to Kyle Rudolph. So you have two tight ends catching touchdowns uh, this week. You already saw you know, Tony go out with an injury. Shepard went out with an injury today in the game. So I'm not sure who they're going to have left to pass to. I think they have to lean on the tight ends next week. So uh, it's not pretty, but if you're in those leagues where you're scrounging, Evan Ingram's a scrounge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, defense. How about uh, I, I would have said the Dolphins versus Houston. How about the Patriots are now becoming a lock and load defense? Um, I, I mean, they're, I, I thought that they were, you know, they were somebody that I thought at the beginning of the season, you know, that they, they, they had 
a historic 2019 and then 2020 you had a bunch of starters um you know decide because of covid that they were going to sit the year out and all these guys return and you think okay well they're gonna they're gonna be awesome again well you know you need a good offense as well to be able to kind of balance that out um or you know some dimension of an offense that's good so that you can control time of possession well that offense is starting to look good uh they're they're the uh, bill belichick listen people want to they want to just throw hate and shade towards that guy i think he's the greatest coach of all time i i'm i'm fairly certain of it and he, you can bring up the fact that he's a cheater and all sorts of things that's fine cheater he's 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 a football genius and what he's been doing you couldn't be in a better situation as a as a rookie qb than mac jones and they you're just you're watching you're watching somebody that is is he, he this guy plays the long game and he has been keeping the training wheels on that offense and just developing developing and they're getting better every week and they um they, you know they're winning tough football games the chargers are a good team yeah and they at won home. that game yeah at home at home and uh you know the defense is is, is uh, again and again man they're making plays like they're doing that they're 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 just kind of you know ball hawking coming up with stuff uh so for me you know instead of saying the dolphins versus houston i'm i'm now going on record that new england is becoming a lock and load uh if you have them on your fantasy squad um i think i think you got to start them you know week in week out and this week they happen to be playing sam darnold and the carolina panthers so it's a nice opportunity for two straight games you might just say possibly pj walker <laughs> yeah yeah right right yeah so uh it's it's you know for for a, a defense that is finding ways to take the ball away from the offense um this is a great opportunity yeah, I like that. And then on my side, you know, do you, by, by the way, do you remember a couple of years ago when Sam Darnold turned the ball over five times? It started in like a Monday night or Sunday night game against the Patriots. It was just terrible. Maybe, maybe it was just I'm I'm projecting it into prime time. But I remember there was a game where he literally started a game with like five straight turnovers. Against well, them. I think Zach Wilson had five turnovers versus them in like yeah. week two or something like that. Again, so. you might see PJ Walker in the first half. I'm gonna go uh, not low hanging fruit. I'm gonna go to the Saints. I talked about you know picking them up before. I think you pick them up. You start them this week against uh, the the. I mean, you got Cordell Patterson, you have Pitts, but I mean Mike Davis. Who else is gonna beat you there? You know, uh, you know Hurst. I don't think so. So it, it's just it's not an ideal situation. I think you can stack the box. I think you can kind of shut down their run game and then make them one dimensional passing it to Pitts. So I think New Orleans has a, has a good and you have Taysom Hill coming back too. So. I think they'll be a little bit better. I know Jameis going down does hurt them, uh, but maybe it opens them up. Taysom was around last year, and then Michael Thomas coming back soon. You know, maybe we'll see how that goes. But uh, that's my pickup. Let's talk about mitigation. I'm always into that, the the mitigation. I like how in the U.K. it's called relegation. The last teams down in the bottom of the of the queue, they get kicked out to the lower league, and, and then the new people from the league who won the previous league down below, they jump up into the new league, mate. It's so beautiful. It's like, let's relegate a little bit. Let's relegate some folks. Shall we? Yeah, let's relegate them, you know? Let's well, 
Well, speaking on, on that note, uh, I'm going to go ahead and relegate uh, Sam Donald versus, versus the New England Patriots. <laughs> yeah, he's my number one relegation candidate. Yeah. yeah, over points. I won't lie to you, mate. I think I think the coach might relegate him in this game. Well, Mid-game. Mid-game. He might be relegated. On on that, I'm, relega I'm relegating a coach this week in my mitigation section. His name is Matt Nagy. He should be mitigated for the rest of the season. Sacked, as they say in the UK. Sack him hard, you know? So uh, it means a little something different in the UK. But you get the drift. You know what I mean? Get that guy out of here. Sack him hard. Yeah, so we're both uh, – that's both our guys. Did we both pick Sam Darnold? Yes, for, yeah. yes. Oh, 100%. I, yeah, I that just, was an easy one. Yeah, I wanted to slam dunk that one on Bo because Bo was all big into Sam Darnold. You know, he was – Oh, yeah, he bet me. He Dude. bet me versus uh, Derek Carr, gentleman's bet, who's going to have more points at the yeah. end of the year. So If he loses, is he not a gentleman anymore? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think he ever was much of one, but I love him. <laughs> I love him. He's gonna be. He's he's gonna say something nice about Derek Carr. He does that. He's smart. You know. He he sees the writing on the wall. You know. Yeah. Well, Sam Darnold, man, it was looking sexy for a little bit. Um, uh, you, you had Matt Rule looking like he was gonna, you know, kind of turn him into you be know somebody. Yeah, yeah but nope. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he still has wheels. He's still he's still dangerous. Right. Um, okay. you know, I I don't I I would love to see PJ Walker. I I I think PJ Walker might be better than him. Um, as a hell, yeah. Um, I don't know. They're kind of the same. Um, but I don't know. Darnold's penchant to turn over the football. It's just one of those kind of things where it's just he, he just he just. He finds a way to do it, and um, yes, he you does. know at the at the beginning of this year, he had he, his rushing upside was so high that you weren't paying attention as much to the turnovers, and you know losing McCaffrey is huge for that offense as well. Um, you know when right. he comes back, maybe maybe Sam Darnold kind of does get back to that that previous gear he was kind of playing at but he's just he's a turnover guy he just always has been that's who he is i i will say this i do think uh our guy uh, pj walker's career interception to touchdown rate is one touchdown to five interceptions mm -hmm. so i think he was just you know chucking it last year mm -hmm. and uh but but i mean i think he on the on the ground he's got some upside for sure mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. uh, okay, I, I like that. For me, you know, it's hard to, to really, uh, really mitigate any of these running backs uh, because a lot of them are either filling in for hurt players or um, are you know kind of vaulted into superstardom. So, like, there's no one really in the top 24 that I can just comfortably fade and go, don't play this player. Um, the, I'd say the Buffalo running backs are iffy. You know, Zach Moss is 26th. Um, you know, I, I like Buffalo, uh, Buffalo is not terrible, but you know, I, I don't particularly know if they're going to run against Jacksonville. They might throw the football against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's terrible against wide receivers, just the worst. So, uh, you know, I don't know what they're going to do that. They, they could just say, Hey, you know, they score 40 points on average. You know, they've given up so many yards. They've given up, you know, 1300 yards to wide receivers. 
So maybe that's where they they exploit them. You know, on the other side, they've been they've been better against the run. Jacksonville ranked 16th against the run, uh, only giving up 24 points a game. So not not that they couldn't run the football on them, but uh, yeah, I, I can't trust those running backs. So like you said before, Zach Moss not a strong RB two. He's just not. No, he's really not. And there's a reason why both those guys went late. Um, you know, they're 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 still in a timeshare. Zach Moss has definitely emerged as the RB one on that team, but um, they just they, they just they do not play. You know, um, you know, old school. You know, down at the five yard line, run it three times into the end zone football. Like that's just not what they do, man. Like Josh Allen is either going to run it or th- run it in or throw it in. So um, those guys just have they have such little red zone opportunity um for me i've got got an interesting one that you know you you know we do this every week and you know some some weeks were right some weeks were wrong this is one where um you know i could see him you know he 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 is on a team that uh I, I would think, you know, based on how they've been playing, you know, if they get down there at the five yard line, he'll have an opportunity. But I'm going to go with Khalil Herbert versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, it's a good call. Yeah, I just don't like the matchup particularly. Um, you know, I I, I think uh, if they are down at the in, in, in the red zone, um, they are just going to key in on that guy. Um, and they, they have a a pretty strong defense against the run. You know, it's the top, top tier, top one third of the NFL. And, uh, I just think it's a, you know, I think it's going to be a tough matchup for him. And, um, I think it's going to be an opportunity again for Justin Fields to kind of, um, you know, pirate away some of those rushing yards this week. Cause I think there's going to be more plays in the playbook for him. Um, so I could just see him having, you know, uh, another kind of 10, 11 point game. So if you have um, somebody that, that, that you could put in, in, in you know, in the flex there, um, I would, I would do it. Yeah. I would start AJ Dolan over him this week. No, yeah, I like that call. Um, all right. Uh, and then, so uh, for, for wide receiver, uh, you know, I, I, there's not anybody right now who uh, I can completely judge. Jerry Judy coming off of, you know, an injury. You know, I'm not going to judge him. Uh, Jerry Judy's probably somebody you're going to be putting in your lineups kind of down the stretch. You, you know, you, you, you're hoping he can bring a little bit of life into that offense. Um, you know, uh, I don't know if maybe we sat Jalen Waddle last week against Buffalo. You know, people like that you want to put back. I said to stop. I said to yeah. sit him. So he yeah. was on my, my uh, relegate portion of the programming right so maybe put make sure those guys go back in now based mm-hmm. on the matchups th- things like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't really have anybody to 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 relegate right i now, do you know uh relegate away then my friend well devonta smith i mean we, that's yeah, my guy yeah, that, that, i didn't want to steal your guy Good I mind meld yeah that was mind melt that was the one guy i had but that was your guy i wanted to throw it up the lob ball you know <laughs> your guy, hey you know that guy is he is 
pine box material dude until yeah. you know he he is just um you know I, w- w- what does he have right now one one touchdown is that what he has what does he have he i i think the first week is, is his only touchdown He's got 33 receptions for 409 yards one touchdown and yeah. he, he and he's averaging yourself a, a cool 10.1 points per game yeah so. i mean you know last week was a dud um he doesn't he, 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 i mean and that was game script you know uh you you could i mean i was all over him in dfs at 5500 i was just like oh yeah versus the lions yeah and um you know he should have ate a lot more it, the the main thing that's just concerning i you know he'll probably get 10 points this week you know um if you've got to start him start him but uh you know he faces a a, a tougher defense and the problem with him is he just dude we're not seeing these henry ruggs moments like we're not seeing there's just like like quez watkins is getting the deep balls like it's just not we're not seeing it and he has one touchdown so far in 2021 i mean i i i i still i what i've seen like you know he's a rookie um I still believe this guy is going to be truly special. I really do. But I mean, I'm getting proved wrong so far. So we'll see. Mm. But right now, throw him on your bench. I mean, he's he's below Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson has more points than him. So, right. Yeah. Kendrick Bourne, Corey Davis, Henry Ruggs, Hunter Renfro, Tim Patrick, Cole Beasley, Tyler, Bo- all these guys, just more points. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. All right, well, what about eviscerate? I've got one guy to eviscerate. Oh, no, we didn't do tight ends because oh, I, I got a good one. Tight end, I'm sorry. Who is Dalton good? Schultz. Yes. I think he's riding pine till Dak comes back, dude. Like, I agree. I mean, it, you know, that guy is a backup quarterback, and he is not – Trevor Lawrence, he he he's just he's gonna go. Where's Amari Cooper? Where, where's Amari? Oh, there's Amari Cooper. There's you know? Cooper. Oh, oh, where, where's Ceedee Lamb? There's Ceedee Lamb. You know they're not gonna be this high functioning, you know, Dallas Cowboys offense. So if I have Dalton Schultz, um, I'm gonna be trying to get a little proactive on the waiver wire, and I am not. I, I do not like what I saw, and I I expected it. Like if I had. I, I don't think I have any shares of Dalton Schultz. If I did, I wouldn't. I would have. I would have mitigated him last game because I was expecting that, uh, you know, that type of playbook from a backup quarterback. Like, it's not going to be sexy how they win games. Like, they're not going to be coming up with, you know, like he's not going to be doing fourth reads. He's just not. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm with you. Um, so I don't really have any. Uh, mitigate tight ends necessarily. I would just say watch your matchups and, you know, somebody like Jared Cook, you know, okay matchups, but he's somebody you could bench. Moali Cox, somebody you could bench, you know, um, Ricky Seals Jones, somebody you can bench. So just, just players that you've had around. And then Dan Arnold, make sure you don't bench him. So I think yeah. that's it. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about eviscerate? I've got one eviscerate I want to throw in there real quick. I don't know if you have anybody, but Robbie Anderson. 
Oh, he got eviscerated last week already. He, did he? he? Got, did you yeah. did you eviscerate him last week? No, I'm just saying this week somebody destroyed him over the middle. Remember, did you see that hit on him? Yeah, but did he get it? He's not done. Is he done? No, I'm just saying somebody eviscerated yeah. him. Yeah, right. Okay. Oh, yeah, he got actually. He got physically know, eviscerated. I yeah, he did. That was a, a hit. Bro. That was a soul stealer, man. He someone stole that guy's soul. It was totally legal, too. Great hit. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It moved, you know. To, yeah. Quote, yeah, quote, like I mean, that was that was modern 2021, perfect form chat. Like he, he he's got Scott Hanson apologized for it too a little bit. I I wasn't into that. Like he's like, it, it looks bad, it looks bad, but it's clean, but it's clean. Like try to tell me it looks bad. And it, shut up, it looks great. I, I don't want you to tell me it looks bad. If, if you're hurt, if you can't continue living, then okay. If you get the win, I mean you got pads, that's why you get hit right in the mm-hmm. pads, man. Like mm-hmm. I played football. It that might, did look like like it was a declater, like mad. Oh, they mad rearranged his like you know pancreas, like that was. Yeah, yeah that was a bad hit, man. That was a good. I I was into that. That was a, a fair hit. By the his kidneys switched sides on that play, like it, it was a kidney transplant on that one. Yeah, I was like, ooh, holy shit! Yeah, that was a, that was a good hit. So. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be, uh, eviscerating, uh, my, my friend, Alan Robinson, because we, we featured him last week and I put him down as a question mark. Is he, you got, you got to cut him. Huh? I picked him up. I did cut him. I already did. Yeah. I, don't have to. I, I did. picked up your, I picked up your scrap meat and he's sitting on. So, so I wanted to, I put Alan Robinson again, question mark. No four targets. No hope with this new kind of um, that thirty-yard run by Justin Fields. You don't think it's going to change anything? He doesn't you, you, know Allen Robinson exists. How what? can you not? I just don't understand. I, 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 I'm not lying to you. I was excited when you dropped him, and. I put in a $0 bid and I got him. I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. I got, you know, I'll, I'll let him sit and just percolate on my bench. I don't care. Like, he'll, 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 it, they'll eventually figure it out. After owning him for one week, I'm, I'm already like, I need to get rid, like, Dan Arnold, I need to get, I need to get somebody, dude. Like, I, I want that, I want that hot trash off my bench. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying it's still worth the discussion. What? What in the hell, man? Like, he, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. Like, Allen Robinson is elite. Like, what's wrong? Like, don't you think they're going to figure it out? It's just really, like, they're not going to figure it out. It's done. His best quarterback ever is going to be Blake Bortles. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like, he's quarterback proof. He's He's team proof. It doesn't matter. Like that yeah. guy is elite, except for 2021. First eight games. Listen, he's got four targets, three receptions for 21 yards. I mean, that's not good. Yeah. That's that's bad. Darnell Mooney had nine targets and he only got 64 yards. He's not throwing the ball downfield. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the problem. He's not accurate downfield. He's not attempting that many downfield throws. So um He's still just not very good. I mean, it yeah, is what it managing is. Managing him and Allen Robinson, it doesn't work. You can't manage Allen Robinson like that, you know? So, 
Yeah. Unfortunately, he is just uh, an eviscerate. So, all right, let's jump to DFS stacks to cash. I don't want to belabor the show for too long. All right. We're running long already. Uh, and uh, DFS stacks of cash uh, b- brought to you by the only thing we haven't plugged yet. And I think that is uh, by Prize Picks. Do check out Prize Picks down in the link below if you're listening on YouTube. Uh, and the code is nimble, of course. Uh, you can build different stacks. If you deposit $100, they'll give you 100 match guaranteed deposit. I love that. You get a free 100 bucks, right? Use it to play, lose, win. Do it again. Uh, let's talk about it. Who is your filet mignon? Me filet is, um, I would say now, potentially front runner for MVP. Um, Aaron Rodgers knocking, yeah, knocking off the Arizona Cardinals with no wide receivers, getting his BFF back this week. Uh, Devontae should be back in Adam. Uh, reports are good. Uh, he he will he, he will be expected to to join the team and start practicing on Thursday. Um, you're getting Rodgers for seventy five hundred and. $8,200 for Devontae Adams after he's had a nice, nice little rest. You know, uh, I think it's you're looking at a, a 34 7. Is that what it is? Left in salary? 34 3. Yeah, 34 3. So it's a fillet. It's a fillet. You know, you're going to have to. You're paying up. Yeah, you're going to have to hope like. Uh, you know, LaVisca Chenault hits or somebody like that, you know, it's dirt. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, you know, scrub around for somebody to make up the difference there, but it's a juicy filet. It's mine too. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. co-sign that filet and say, you know, when, when, when you go to a restaurant and someone says, uh, they'll have blah, 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 blah. And then you, it's so good. You're like, same Just word for word. Same. I'm with you. Right, let me, let me jump into, uh, the, the, you know, uh, the the next one, which is still is still good, the sirloin's still delicious. I love uh, sirloin. Yeah, my, mine this week is Lamar Jackson seventy three with Hollywood Brown. That's mine. That's yours. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll have that one, sir. <laughs> I love it. It's just so cheap. It's th- it's. Th- oh yeah. Oh yeah. Going on here, they not understand what is happening, and and then even the matchup, you're looking at it and you're going so. The Ravens are going to play uh, against the Vikings. Okay, all right. This is going to be uh, a lot of a lot of stuff, you know. So right. I, I, I'm into this a lot. Uh, tell me what you're seeing this matchup in this in this sirloin. Uh you know. So right now, uh, Hollywood Brown is number seven in receiving yards, number seven in completed air yards, number. Five in unrealized air yards, uh, number four in total TDs. Like it, it, it has happened. You know, like what we were hoping for in 2020. You know, based on 2019, Lamar Jackson's uh, sexy first game where he had like three touchdowns to Hollywood Brown for like 60 yards or whatever it was, it was two or three. Um, we've all been waiting for this, and it's finally happened. He goes deep. Lamar throws it deep, and Lamar is a really good quarterback. He he, 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 there's, there's no concerns there. Like video, video, Lamar is back. 
wish I had any shares of him this year. I don't think I do. And, um, and wish I had Hollywood Brown shares, dude. Like, I mean, I told that guy at the beginning of the show to trade, um, Hollywood out of Keenan Allen and Diggs, but man, it's, it was a tough call between those three wide receivers. Like if you're going to trade Hollywood for Elijah Mitchell, make sure you get somebody back. Like, I don't know, man, he might be the one to keep out of those. Like, I, I have no idea. Like Hollywood Brown is, is balling out, dude. So 70, uh, 73 and 6,000, you got 36,700 to build your lineup. Like that's, that's nice. Like that's, that's a good, that's a good, you know, if you're doing, um, GPPs, that's a good price point to, to build around for uh, a lot of lineups. Like I, I'm going to be doing, um, you know, at least 25% of my GPP lineups with that stack right there. Yeah. I mean, you, you gotta love it because I mean, he's 10th right now in, in most you know PPR points. And so uh, I can go over here and look, I'm over at fancydata.com, by the way, my one of my favorite sites for data. I use it all the time. So uh, that's, that's 10th in fancy points. And it's, it's 10th in DraftKings points as well, averaging 19.4 points per game. So let's actually see how many points per game he's averaging. Uh, oh, he's seventh. He's averaging the seventh most fancy points per game at $6,000. You're stealing. You are. Stealing. He's number three in air yards. Like that. Uh, I mean, uh, he's ready it, to it, go off. I mean, you you can you can win the slate with this. You can break the slate this week, dude. They're doing they're doing what we we're talking about with Henry Ruggs. You know, like it's they're doing gross. that with Hollywood Brown. They're like he runs around. He's like, go deep, bro. Deep, go, go deep. deep. And I'll throw it to you. Yeah. No, I love that. That that might be my favorite stack out of the ones we've shared. All right, let me, me talk too. about my my value. Speaking of your boy Rugs, my value stack is is Derek Carr, your boy Rugs down there. In, that's your cube. That's my cube, man. I, li- what I like. What does your cube cost? It's not expensive at all. Okay. My my cube's got fifty nine and fifty six. That's a cheap cube. Mm-hmm. You know, we're looking at ten five. That's not a bad cube at all. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where where are you at? What's your cube? I got a uh, I got a really, you know horrible looking piece of meat uh it's not something i'm gonna build a ton of lineups around but um mac jones i saw that. and uh nelson aguilar um it, it, that right there mac jones 5300 nelson aguilar 4100 okay nelson aguilar has been been seeing some more volume and again i think um you know uh they were they were playing uh the chargers last week um it, you know game script kind of dictated uh you know again kind of being careful with mac jones i think that this is an opportunity versus the panthers um again it's not something i'm going to build a ton of lineups around but at 53 and 4100 you're looking at uh, forty thousand six hundred dollars that you can, you know, put Cooper Cup and Stefan Diggs and anybody else. Yeah. So if they hit, if you get, you know, a nice big touchdown from the Aguilar, you know, and a two three touchdown game from from Mac Jones, and then you've got studs everywhere else, man, you could get paid. 
no, I like that. That's a dirty cube steak, but it's a sexy it's dirty. One. Yeah, it's sexy though. Um, okay, so let's jump into three tweets. Three tweets brought to you by my guy over there, Bo McBigTime at BigTimeFlavor.co. Check him out here. This is his hot box. It's just the beautifulest thing ever. It's sexy. It's dead sexy. Hold on. I'm wearing mine right now, buddy. Hey, hey, man. How you doing, man? How are you doing? <laughs> you lying? <laughs> I've just been working out over here on my stuff. Oh, man. You know, you lying. Put you lying. Line. you lying. So, all right, let, let's jump into my my favorite segment, uh, uh, always and forever, and that's three tweets. And if, if you're new to the segment, we, we share just tweets that uh, amuse us, things that we like. And so we jump into my Twitter. Here's my Twitter, nimblewnumbers.com. And then I'm going to go over to the DMs. Uh, let me start with yours. Okay. So set yours right. up for us. All right. So uh, last week, as we were uh, hanging out, doing our show, uh, I don't know how much you've got to see of the DK Metcalf, Marshawn Lattimore battle that was going on that wasn't really a battle. It was it was essentially really like assault, like you were watching someone breaking the law again and again, just DK Metcalf look like he was picking on someone who hadn't hit puberty and he was you know Big um boy. yeah he was 16 and and he could buy beer at the liquor store and <laughs> he was went over to the playground and started started picking on a kid who's still you know um going down the slide this was happening again and again okay I found this tweet. This person noticed what we all saw. Uh, again, you couldn't have seen this because you were doing the show. So I don't know how much of this you saw, but this is this was of all the all of his favorite bully moves that happened throughout the game because they were happening again and again. This was his favorite bully move. So press play. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Marshall Lavor. He's just like, why are you doing that, man? Stop it. He's just like, can you just stop it? That's so funny. Oh, man. Yeah, dude, he's just looking at the end. He's like, come on, man. Yeah, just come on. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he's like, come on, man. Right at the end. He's like, yeah. stop, man. You're bigger than me. Yeah, why do you do this to me? That's funny. I like it. That's a good one. I, uh, let me go to mine. Mine is just, I mean, you're going to like this because, you know, it's the NFL, first of all. And then it combines the NFL with our guy, Denny Carter. You know, um, one thing we didn't mention today was that the Rams made a trade for Vaughn Miller. Right? Uh, I saw that. And and so they made a trade for Vaughn Miller, kind of shoring up their, their already amazing D-line, right? Mm. And so then the Rams tweet out a picture of Teddy KGB. And splashing the pot with the chips, and then the Rams say, "We're all in, right?" And then mm -hmm. so Denny Carter tweeted out, and he tweeted out, he goes, "Teddy KGB." Seven dots later, eight dots later, lost. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So it's just the irony of like, yeah, like you're 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 saying you're all in with 
this this hand he didn't win you know right. so it's just i think that i thought that was ironic and it made me laugh because one i am a huge teddy kgb fan I love rounders. You peeped me to that. I, you you had loved it. I've watched that a hundred times. Yeah, it's just so funny. And then for Teddy just to state the obvious, it's so droll and just like you know what mm-hmm. happened in that movie, right, guys? You mm-hmm. didn't see it. I mean, I hope they did, but anyway, that made me laugh. So um, I think yours is better. I just I wanted to you know put, okay old Teddy KGB in there because I can. So, okay. What what do you have for your for your winner? Winner, okay, winner. I'll send it to you right now. I wasn't sure if I was gonna win, so let me go ahead and send this yeah, to you. No, this okay. is a this is a Halloween tweet, and it's not you know, it's not that funny, but yeah, you know, it's I've got Halloween one too, so I'll throw mine in there at last. Yeah, it's you know, it's cute. It's it's just cute. All right, mm-hmm. these are all dogs should wear these for costumes. It's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are awesome. Look at this. It makes me want to get that dog just so I can do that. Yeah, that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely get like some type of costume where your dog has arms so it can run at you like that. Yes, yes. No, and then they have lion outfits now. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, you could you could do that. Yeah, the, I mean, those... winter's got like too long of a nose, but it would still look awesome. Yeah, yeah, she would look great. So I, I don't think mine came through. Uh, I did lose, but I think you would like this. This is just you know I don't even want to save it because it's Halloween based, and so I'm gonna find it because you know I mean this is my show. I can do whatever I want. You get yeah. a fourth tweet tonight. Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna give it to you. Bonus tweet from our boy Joey Molinaro. Uh, uh, yeah, here he is. Uh, yeah, Joey Molinaro. How you say his name? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, it was just it was there. It was you know a little little, little Thanksgiving, little Halloween, Halloween. Sorry, not Thanksgiving. A little Halloween tweet. It made me laugh. Uh, well, LOL. Here it is. Hold on. So let me get it up here. Johnson. Him and Johnson. Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen this. Awesome. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I thought you'd like and... it. <laughs> guy. Hey, uh, you got your costume picked up? Yeah, I was thinking about being well, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Coming after you, Joker. No, 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 no. What about you, though? Oh, I was thinking about going presidential this year. Yeah, I'm going to dress up as George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I love spooky season though. Can't get enough of the booze. <laughs> yeah, I've never been scared of ghosts. I love all the spirits. <laughs> you uh, you do any activities this year? Yeah, I was thinking of going into the bathroom, turning off all the lights, and playing Bloody Mary. <laughs> that's literally how i want to talk to like every dad in my neighborhood like 
That is that is that is how uh, I, I I wish I still drank so I could talk to every dad in the neighborhood like that because that is what they all want to do like they all just want to be like <laughs> I'm gonna have some booze like if if they did that if they did that to men in my neighborhood they would laugh they would be like oh that's that guy's funny he's right. funny right give me a drink <laughs> yeah yeah now I thought you'd enjoy that that was for you and everybody else out there. Uh, do follow my friend, uh, Mr. Mike Collins, Mike Cash Collins, the Ralph Macho on Twitter, myself, Nimble W Numbers on Twitter. Follow us at the Fantasy Millionaires, FF Millionaires on Twitter. And then also we're on YouTube. Please subscribe to our YouTube, like, and all of our links. Go patron them, right? Go check them out. Uh, lots of free accounts you can sign up for. Run the Sims is free. Check them out. Please do. We love all the different people we work with. Uh, Run the Sims, Occupy Fantasy, um, you know, underdog fantasy prize picks Bo over there at bigtimeflavor.co so we love it all uh, mike anything you want to plug as we leave um nope uh looking forward to to killing it this week and um i'm looking forward to doing some some heavy stacks of cash as as we go into week nine so um yeah man great show and uh yep nothing for me man as always peace and love Peace and love, everybody. See you guys next week. Appreciate you watching.